Happy Tuesday, everyone, and as always, thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. All right, we are going straight basketball this show. We're going to talk a little bit about Tommy Lloyd. We're going to talk primarily about Adia Barnes. Let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we've got a lot to get to this show. First, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Arizona men's basketball. And first thing is, um, Arizona is really, really, really good, as we've talked about. And I think the thing that's very, um, I think the thing that's uh, very impressive about this, though, is that where they've been able to go, what they've been able to do. With losing Ben Matherin, with losing Christian Coloco, with losing Dalen Terry, and not missing a beat has been something very, very impressive that you generally don't see. And that is kudos to the Tommy Gun or Tommy Lloyd, as as uh, he as, uh, he prefers to be called. But the one thing about it, though, that I find very interesting about this is that um, everybody looks for flaws in basketball teams. I fall into the I fall into victim of it. Everybody else does as well. And the one thing about it, though, that you have to look at and say that okay, um, everybody out there has flaws because basically what happens a lot of this time, a lot of these times, is you know you kind of measure yourself against a perfect team. Now you know there are certainly warning signs. You know some warning signs with Arizona. There's uh, there's absolutely you know there's there's no way around that. There are some uh, there are some concerns. But every team out there has concerns. Look at UConn the other day. Uh, shout out to Sean Miller too. That was a uh, it was a nice win for him. Um, but look at uh, UConn loses to Xavier, and I'm not sure UConn team UConn. If you've watched them, is very very good, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure that there's a cer- certain segment of their fan base that is very uh, that is not uh, thrilled about that. But you know what? That's part of life in college basketball. Gone are the days of your teams that are just going to overwhelm everybody because they bring everybody back. Again, those days are just kind of gone, just kind of the way it is. But again, the way that Tommy Lloyd has been able to reshuffle everything, the way that he has been able to put a new product on the court that is absolutely fantastic, it just shows why he's so smart, why he's the man, and why we're, uh, you know, why we're lucky, why we're lucky to have Tommy Lloyd. Now, um, it'll be fascinating to see what this team is able to do come March. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not exactly, you know, I, I think that there could be some tough matchups for the Cats, but right now, I think that uh, Arizona is, uh, Arizona's got to be very happy with where they're at. Um, now, um, when it comes to the rest of this team, you know the uh, when it comes to the rest of this team, Arizona also is um, just I think in a pretty good spot. But wanted to talk some Arizona women's basketball here. Now, as you know, Arizona women's basketball is one of the best programs in the country. And first, you got to and first understand that we got to figure out kind of how we got here. 
And I think the first uh, thing that people need to know is, you know, um, Adia Barnes inherited a situation from uh, Nia Butts that was, I think you could probably <laughs> fairly say, less than ideal. And uh, less than ideal, I think, is certainly the best way to put it. Not a lot of talent. And Adia had to come in here and she had to really scrap. She had to really work. Um, and there are a lot of parallels to what Lute Olson did when he during his time at Arizona here. And that she inherited a very tough situation. And she was able to go about it and get more talent in there in a way that, you know, a lot of times uh, coaches just aren't able to do, especially at programs that don't have a ton of tradition. Now, again, there is some tradition for sure, but there's not a ton of tradition here. But um, so she was able to get things out after a while on the right foot and she got her, or she got her transcendent player. She got her, uh, for lack of a better term, she got her Sean Elliott in that a player that came in super talent or a, uh, an Ari McDonald, super talented and, you know, honestly was just able to, uh, you know, uh, elevate the entire program. I don't think anybody saw what was about to happen there with Arizona, where Arizona became a um Arizona uh, became a uh, um, a pretty good. I'll say this: a, Arizona became a destination spot after people what, saw what Ari McDonald was able to do, and Ari McDonald was able to take this team on her back to a national championship and within a shot of winning the national championship. It was that close. And that just goes to show you what uh, uh, Adia Barnes was able to do. And look at some of the talent on that team. Look at some of the players that she brought in. It wasn't just Ari McDonald. Again, Ari is an awesome player. But again, Sam Thomas was that kind of jack-of-all-trades defensive player. You had Shayna Pellington, who came up big in that tournament. You had Kate Reese, obviously a steady Kate out there. So you had other good players around as well. But um, that still was the Ari McDonald show. Now, fast forward to last year. Then the one thing about that Arizona squad that uh, struggled a little bit was defensively. Uh, I mean, excuse me, offensively. The defense was all right, but, you know, you lost Ari McDonald, and that was a big loss that they weren't able to, you know, uh, get back. But you take a little bit of a loss, and the one thing about it, too, you got to remember, when you take a loss, when you're Adia Barnes and what she's been able to do, that loss essentially means that – that loss essentially means that um, you're going to still be a top 25 team. That's where Adia Barnes has this. But now you look at this squad. This is, again, it's going to take a little bit of time. Been uh, preaching that patience from day one. But look at what Arizona's got to work with right now. First of all, remember, everybody everybody was worried about losing all of – well, not everybody, but a lot of people were worried about losing those transfers last year and saying, oh, what's going on? Well, you know – and this is with all due respect, a lot, some of those players just weren't good enough. And that's, uh, you know, there's, there's, everybody's got a little bit of a limit. Adia Barnes is looking to compete against the best of the best every single year for a national championship. And some of those players weren't going to be able to get it done. So what happens is she brings in Esmeri, or uh, 
Esmerie Martinez. She brings in uh, Jade Laville. She brings in Lauren Fields. Just right there. You brought in three players right there. You brought in a dynamic score. You brought in two players that are bringing in more than two steals a game and are rebounding really well as well. So again, there's a lot to there's a lot to like right there about what uh, what they're able to do. Now, you combine that then with the recruiting class that she brought in. Maya Naji, as we all know, is already uh, is already playing big minutes. Um, Maya Naji, like I said, she's playing big minutes. Uh, you know, Kaylin Gilbert's playing, Paris Clark's playing to a little bit of a lesser extent, kind of like Lamaya Hilton, but you can certainly tell that the talent is there from both of those young women. Um, and then you've got the holdovers. You've got Kate Reese. Again, Lauren Ware out for the season, but you've got Shayna Pellington calling the shots right there. So it's a it's a team and it's a program that has a lot of talent across the board. Again, when you've got top five uh, um when you've got top five uh, recruiting class like you did last year, and when you've got another top five recruiting class, which we're going to get to in a few minutes coming in, Arizona is in a very, very good spot when it comes to uh, women's basketball. And again, our good pal Anthony Cimino always says that it's about the coach. It's about the coach. And uh, Cimino is, uh, he's right about that in that, Adia Barnes is the one that was able to come in, was able to light a real match under this entire program and get things going in a manner to which Arizona is now an attractive position for uh, players to come play at. And let's talk about a few of those players right there. Um, the first one. Uh, now let's talk a little bit about uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Esmerie Mar- or excuse me, what's coming in next year. Brea Cunningham, the, uh, Bray Cunningham, Montoya Du, and uh, Jade Williams are three players that could have gone absolutely anywhere in the country. And when I say anywhere in the country, I mean absolutely anywhere in the country. Um, so, and but these are players that Adia Barnes has. They're probably well. Let's just be honest here. Would not have looked at Arizona previously as you know i think that's I think that's probably fair to say but there this is a combination you're bringing in with uh, dew and cunningham you're bringing in skilled size now a, a lot of times you can get tall players out there but the tall players uh the tall players generally don't the tall players generally don't um uh have a The tall players generally don't have a great um, a great opportunity, or sometimes they're just not. Quite frankly, sometimes they're just not very good, um, and that's just kind of the way it is. Uh, there's not uh, that's just kind of the way it is in basketball. Period. What she's bringing in though is when you bring it in Cunningham, when you're bringing in Do, those are players that are very skilled as well. You put them next to a Maya Naji. Heck, you could be br- you could bring in a. Uh, uh, you could be bringing back Lauren Ware possibly, and there's just all kinds of good stuff to possibly, uh, you know, to to really to really like. And I guess I guess that's the best term that uh, I guess that's the best way that we can put it. All right, now uh, now let's talk a little bit because we got LinkedIn right here. LinkedIn is the spot to be to. Um, this segment was brought to you by LinkedIn. 
and I'm going to keep it on the screen right there. But when we talk about Montoya do, when we talk about uh, um, Brea Cunningham, Jade Williams, and keep in mind too, Jade Williams is a player that already has NILs that is on the national trajectory that is on the national radar. Um, and, uh, you know, um, a player that, uh, just again, could go anywhere and has some transcendent type appeal to it that Adia Barnes was able to get in and was able to uh, convince to become a wildcat. But that also just goes to show you too where Arizona women's basketball is in the recruiting pantheon of everything, because you're able to get players like that. And, um, and let's be honest here, this thing isn't stopping. This thing is only going to get bigger. And from here on out, the, uh, I think that uh, Arizona fans can expect top 15 teams. Now, again, there can be some dips here and there, but what Adia Barnes has done is absolutely remarkable. What's also remarkable is LinkedIn. LinkedIn.com backslash locked on college. Okay. You can post your job for free. You can get the applicants you need for free. And again, everybody uses LinkedIn. Do you know anybody that doesn't have a LinkedIn? Um, you might know one or two, but everybody knows somebody that has a LinkedIn. And the reason you have a LinkedIn is because it works. Everybody, again, it wouldn't take off in the manner in which it has if it didn't work. It works. That's the great thing about it. In that uh, Arizona is, or excuse me, a LinkedIn is kind of your one-stop shop for all this type of stuff. I, everybody's gotten jobs through LinkedIn or known somebody that's got a job through LinkedIn. Check it out again, linkedin.com backslash locked on college, post your job for free, get the applicants you need for free. This segment was sponsored by LinkedIn. Come right back with us. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. We're talking a lot of Arizona. We're talking primarily Arizona women's basketball on this show. Now, let's look at the conference right here. We already know, obviously, what Stanford can do. Um, Oregon, UCLA, there is a ton. This is basically, this is essentially the SEC of of the Pac-12. This is essentially the SEC right here. This is a, um, this is a, a situation where, um, every, every team is going to be, every team's going to be tough, you know, and that's just kind of the way it is. Every, everybody's just going to be tough. Um, but steel sharpens steel right there. And I think if you're a Dia Barnes, you'd have it no other way. And I get people all the time that ask me, they're like, well, do you think that Adia might go to another school, whatever? And again, I'm not going to, I don't know Adia Barnes personally, so I certainly can't speak to that. I'm just going to say that when at Arizona, and Lou Olson turned this into this as well, she's shown that you can get whatever you need to be. She's shown that she can get whatever players she needs to be able to get. And that's a, uh, you know, that's a, uh, that's a big. Uh, that's a big uh, part of the equation. That's a big part of the equation. Can I get the players that I need? And if I can get the players that I need, then I think that uh, Arizona becomes a. You know, I mean, why, why leave? I guess at that point, and especially too, because she's going to get all of the. She's going to get all of the kudos uh, for you know turning this into whatever she turns it into, much like Lute Olson did 
in that, you know, uh, it's not like she came into a great program. It's not like she's following um, uh, Gino or it's not like she's following Pat Summit or, you know, or somebody like that. She is a player that or she's a coach that has built her own legacy. And there's a lot to like about that. When you like a, when you build your own legacy, you know, that's something that nobody can take away from you. And again, I think that that's something that Arizona fans should be very, uh, um, you know, should be very appreciative of. And I, uh, excuse me. And I know that it's something that uh, she, uh, she's, she should be very proud of as well. All right. Now let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we got even more. We got even more stuff to get to this show. Now let's talk about. Let's talk a little bit about um, just what we're going to be looking at uh, coming this week. Now, so I think the one thing that Arizona fans definitely need to know is that when it comes to uh, when it comes to Arizona women's ba- or excuse me, Arizona women's basketball, Arizona men's basketball. I don't know that there's a better combination in the country. As a matter of fact, I'd be surprised if there is. There might be ones that are as good. I'm sure Baylor is in there. Well, heck, I mean, UConn's right in there. But Arizona is squarely in that top five realm for a combination of both. And that goes to the leadership right there of what Dave Hickey, of what uh, President Robbins have been able to do. And that's, I think, a part that's incredibly impressive about what they've been able to do. Because, again... This is not a, um, you know, it's not like you're in a metropolitan area where the best players, you know, the best players uh, um, just kind of flock to you. You have to go, you have to build that legacy. You have to build what they're doing right there. And that's where I think Arizona is in a great spot because you have two workhorses right there. You've got two player or you've got two coaches who enjoy the grind. And when you enjoy the grind, that is a huge part of succeeding in college basketball, especially too when you don't have that. When you don't have that, uh, you know that. Let's just be honest here. That built-in legacy, that built-in tradition. That's where it becomes a little bit more interesting, and I think that's where Arizona is at. But you look across the board right here, and the one thing about this is that um, the one thing about this is that. Arizona right now has coaches in every capacity that clearly want to be here and clearly want to win. And, you know, I mean, and you should, and people might say, well, Mike, you know, what is, what does that really mean right there? Um, Well, it means a few different things. First and foremost, it means that you got players that actually are that uh, coaches, if they're going to fail, they're going to fail by doing, by working incredibly hard. Rich Rodriguez was a great X's and O's coach, one of the best that you'll uh, that you'll ever come across. But he didn't really embrace the grind of being a the head coach of the U of A. I think, as everybody knows, he always looked like he kind of wanted to be somewhere else, and um, that uh, you know that doesn't really work when you're at Arizona. I think that's a little bit of the problem. So again. But uh, we always uh, finish the show or many times finish the show on uh, congratulations to uh, Dave Hickey, to President Robbins, because, again, you guys have put together a great athletic department. And it's something that this entire community has rallied behind. All right. 
We will be back with you tomorrow. As always, though, happy Tuesday, and thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats.